Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, well, another episode of the Spotlight series, but we are now in June, so it's early June, I don't know when this episode is going to come out, I'm trying to edit it really quick, so it'll actually be the first one, but we are now in anime month. Hooray! Yes, uh, it's some of my favorite stuff, I love me some anime, obviously, and I don't think this was one of the first ones we did last year. But it was really close. I think we did Lupin the Third was one of the first movies we did in anime last year. Yeah, we didn't do this one last year. We watched it, but we didn't record it, right? No, I'm talking about the first one. Yeah. We did the first one last year. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was trying to get you to be like, yeah, we did the first one. Sure. (laughs) You said this movie. I was like, we did not watch this movie last year. She just had the series. But the movie, my, my... Illusion is gone. I messed it up. But the second movie we watched was My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. Honestly, the name, this should have been the name of the first movie. And then it should have been Two Heroes. This yeah, one. they fucked up with, yeah. their, with their naming. They, I don't think they had a plan um, for this movie when they made the first movie. No, not at all. Um, and it just was not a good choice in the names. Like, they definitely should have swapped the names because... Heroes Rising makes way more sense than the first one. Yeah, because they're starting out, and then yeah. yeah well, yeah. the problem is the the amount of of the class that's in the first one because it's not everyone in the class; it's only like a fraction it's of like them. Like the heavy hitters, honestly. Well, and some random folks, but <laughs> no, it, it's all the it's all the ones that can actually the ones that have destructive powers. Because Sarah wasn't there, and he has the tape power. Yeah. The destructive people. Minetta was there. And His Denki power is there. really good. Who? Denki. He shocks people. He'll always be around because he's got electricity powers. Okay. But uh, for <laughs> everyone out there that doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, person named Denki and a tape guy we keep talking about, <laughs> uh, this is the world of My Hero Academia. If you haven't heard about this, uh, I don't know how you dodged this so long. This is you one of the. You don't have kids or don't like anime. That's yeah. how you dodged it. But just the fact that you've probably seen a giant blonde man smiling that looks like Captain America's grandpa or cool uncle. Yeah, that that's that anime. Uh, but this world, it, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, Koei Horikoshi, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, this dude, he, he made this world, and it's absolutely amazing. There's uh, allusions to comic book characters. Now, honestly, All Might is Superman. I mm-hmm. absolutely Superman. But there's tons of people. He's missing a few powers, but he's basically Superman, yeah, yeah of this world. Yes, and it the cool thing is he has spinoffs, and he's done different things, and I've heard from people that, a lot more metaphors for like Marvel and DC characters pop up in some of the spinoffs because I guess he's testing yeah. stuff and he's like, oh, everybody like that? Yeah. Cool. Maybe I'll bring those people into the main line. But this movie is weird. This happens at some point within the fourth season of My Hero Academia. This So it's before the... The finale of season four. Yes, it's before the cute festival where they play a song for which is the best for the whole school because everyone's like hero two is my fucking jam they're all jealous of class 1a because they keep getting into shit and everyone's talking about them it's it's not their fault that everyone wants to kill them 
and they have to defend themselves all the time. But everyone thinks, they're like, well, they're just in the spotlight. This is a school. There's tons more kids here. Fuck 1A. And they're like, hey, man, we're not doing this on purpose. Like, people just want to take us. And so they come up with a really cute song while this is happening. Deku, the main character, honestly, is fighting in in the fucking bushes right next to the place trying to keep this bad guy from breaking in because if anything bad happened the whole operation the whole festival will get shut down so he is and it'll all be class one yes. fault of course so he is fighting for his life and everyone else's like festival life <laughs> in the bushes like a mile away uh it's, it's a really cool arc but it, it's that arc right after a really big fight where it's like oh there are no threats of life or anything a lot of people are probably going to get punched. There's going to be some bleeding noses because someone's boobs are going to be out. That kind of arc where it's like, there's no fear. People are going to sing, dance. Someone's going to fall off something and be like, ha you're dumb. So this movie gets wedged in anime-wise around there. In the manga, I've talked to people, and they actually say this happens a little bit later, technically, in the manga. And see, that's the thing. With these animes, they kind of mush stuff together to make yeah. it work because... When he makes the manga and people are like, oh, that was kind of dumb. That was weird. And he's like, oh, okay. When we do the anime, we're going to drag that back a little bit. Yeah. Selective editing. Yes. And so, apparently, manga-wise, if you read enough and then this comes out, you're like, oh, this is where. And then that's why. So, it's actually a bit ahead of us. And it's yeah. really odd. And apparently, this was going to be the last thing for my hero. This was going to be the end of it. And people were like, oh, that translation's wrong, right? No, he was going to end it, which is really silly, and they didn't throw enough money in his mouth. But um, you'll make it makes more sense when you see the bad guy and how it all leads up. And it's like, oh, well, you wouldn't have a bad guy like that unless this was at the absolute end of the show, which kind of makes me think that when this show's about the end, it's going to be a bad guy like this. I mean, which it will be. Yeah. We already know who the bad guy at the end of the show is going to be. I, I don't think it's Lumpy Face. I think it's going to be Krusty Boy. I think Krusty Boy is going to get multiple powers, honestly. It doesn't matter who the physical form is. Oh, we yeah. Know it's still going to be the... We know what the powers are. It doesn't really matter who yeah, it's gonna be body all, is. It's going to be all for one. Just in somebody's yeah. body, technically. Uh, this movie is really cool. There are some confusing moments. So Katie and I uh, went and saw this. In theaters when it came out. I think February, what, 26th or 27th? Yeah, like the night it came out. 2020. Uh, we sat down in a room. Maybe it was like 10 other people in there because we went to a late showing. And it was great. We were in there like, this is awesome. It, it fixed a lot of things with the first movie. Like we were talking about before we started recording. The first movie has maybe seven eight of the kids in the class and the class is what 20 deep there's at least 20 yeah uh this movie has all the kids doing every single kid from the class and so all those like you know d-tier characters that you love in anime and it's like man you ain't never gonna do something cool they do cool stuff in this and they made me smile like my boy aoyama with his belly button laser yeah like i said he ain't gonna take out the top villain in this show i know he's not but I love to see him smiling and shining out there. And that's that's doing his hero work. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was really cool. There is a, a moment where I frowned. I think Katie frowned too. I think everybody in the theater kind of frowned, and we're like, "That's fucking weird." And it, that's the problem with a movie that's kind of a flashback, or it happens. We see where the road is heading, 
And then they're like, hey, this happened like a week before that. And I'm like, oh, there's no real threat to anybody because we know that they're all alive. Yeah. So it, it got kind of weird, but it's amazing. Well, it makes more sense. This movie makes a lot more sense when you assume or when you know that this was supposed to be like the end of the series. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, the stakes though, are kind of scarily high at some points. But I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Though it is weird, like, I don't know. Uh, the timing is a problem yes. for this movie. Like, this movie is fantastic, but the timing with the series and everything, like we've been talking about, is its biggest flaw, honestly. Because if you take the assumption that it's supposed to be the end of the series, like, these kids are supposed to... Are they're at school to become heroes? That's they're it's like baby Justice League essentially. They're they are becoming the Batmans, the Supermans, the Wonder Womans of the world, right? And the show up to the point where this movie comes out has not built the kids up enough to be like, okay, now you're Superman, like just out in the world, go do your Superman thing because these kids are still like freshmen at this point. Yeah. Maybe sophomores. They're like, maybe the beginning of sophomore. Yeah. They're like young as fuck. So they're not anywhere near like being ready to be heroes when they release this alongside the show. So if they had waited on this movie and like put it a few years down the line, as we've gotten to the end of their high school careers and you know, Everyone has unlocked their, like, super intense mega power thing that they're going to do. Their super power up and their costumes are, like, where they're going to be for their adult life and all these different things. If they had done that and then put out this movie with all of those changes in effect in the movie, it would have been... It would have fit perfectly. Like, this would make a solid ending. Yeah. But, but I think weird. We'll, we'll get something cooler, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I'm excited for the eventual ending yeah so which demon is slayer in like 15 years like yeah just keep going this <laughs> show is fucking great yeah so demon slayer another movie that we'll talk about this month they pulled a movie as a whole season so season mm-hmm. two technically season two is a movie and they're like it's after that watch a show watch this and then the next season will come out i think they're technically going to say it's season two but it's season three yeah. Because this is a... Because the events of the movie have already yeah, this taken is its effect own in, arc. Yeah. in the world. So, I, I think... It's very different from most anime movies. Yeah. Because anime movies typically have no relevance to the show. Yeah. At all. Like, they're just one-offs. <laughs> they're like a one-off extended episode, essentially. Which is what this My Hero movie is, really. Like, yeah. it connects, but it's not... They don't ever reference it again. Like, they don't talk about the events that happen in this movie ever again. <laughs> I was I was talking to Steve about the first My Hero movie, because I don't think he's seen it. And I was like, you know in those anime movies where they get, like, some sweet-ass, like, weapon or something, and then it has to break or something? Like, they cannot take yeah, it back with them. It breaks them. at the end, because they can't have it in the next series. So I was telling the girl makes uh, Deku this, like, gauntlet that makes him able to punch as hard as All Might, but you only get three swings. And I'm like, oh, you know he's going to blow that out real quick. Mm-hmm. And then it breaks, and he never acknowledges it later. And it's like, hey, can you make another gauntlet for me, just in case? Yeah. I put that in my back pocket, just in case I got to knock my fuck out of somebody. Yeah. But 
I mean, that's how it works. Just like there's 50 Naruto films when he's young and old. And you don't need to watch any of them. Yeah, and it's like. To understand the show. You just keep going with the show and you're fine. Yeah, Kakashi's like, hey, we're going to do this mission and we will never talk about it again. And we will almost die. Let's go. And it's like, hey, let's go back to eating fucking ramen. So, yeah. Uh, but this movie is is great. I had a great time with it. I love this movie. It pumps me up for the next movie that is oh on its gosh, way I'm uh, so in August. I'm so fucking hyped uh, for the next movie. It's going to be good. So, it's funny. In the first one, Deku's kind of doing his job. In this one, it's two characters being the hero in the end. And this next one, it's going to be the, the the big three. So it's going to be Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku on the run. Because apparently Deku is a murderer. A mass murderer. <laughs> and so he's on the run from the law. Have, it looks ridiculous. So I'm pumped. They get these cool new outfits and shit. I mean, as you can guess, literally anyone who's ever seen any superhero title, we can assume that clearly there's a shapeshifter among Oh, yeah. Among us. A bad guy shapeshifter who murdered somebody while looking like Deku. Because this is a common comic book movie trope. When I read the synopsis, I thought about little Nikki When they <laughs> photoshopped Nikki's face on the Scarface. He's like, my name is Nikki and I'm going to smoke all you suckers for no reason at all. <laughs> like, he's like, that's Scarface. <laughs> but people believed it. No, They're what like, does he say? He doesn't say Scarface. He says... Uh, oh, that 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 cock- cockroach! Or... That's that's that lousy cockroach, Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so we'll get into it. Um, Damn it! The the one thing that made me sad there isn't that much All Might because in between these two movies, our boy All Might had his ultimate fight and he blew out his bag. So now he is just normal He's small might. Normal small might. In this movie, he was kind of thick for a couple of scenes, so he's been eating. But he's like, he's not cancer thin. He's like a little bit thicker. Uh, but yeah, he's not in this one, and it makes me sad that I was cool with it. We had to lose. I'm just sad we had to lose our, our Superman because anytime he's on screen, I smile, especially when he's oh, thick. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. like, with that smile, even when it's like a grimace smile, and he's like, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can. When he's around, it it always makes me smile. Oh, yeah. Like the end of the first one when they did their tandem, like, oh, for like sure. smashes. I was like, this is the for best sure. ending of a movie. Every time he pops up on the scene and like does that, I am here and like smiles. You get that like rush feeling in your heart that you the same one you get when you watch like Endgame, and Cap says Avengers Assemble. Or he grabs the hammer and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like some shit is about to go down. Yeah. He said, Avengers. I shamper. <laughs> and the dude five miles away was like, what? And then everybody started running. He's like, fuck it. And they all had earpieces. It was fine. <laughs> they did not all have- Yes, they did. There was like 400 people <laughs> that came out of the portal. How did they all the coordinate? leaders? All the leaders had earpieces. It was fine. Okay, that's that's more reasonable than every fucking Wakanda. No, not, not every person. Just yeah. the... Like, okay, the Black Panther had an earpiece, and, like, Doctor Strange had an earpiece, and, like, each person from each little portal hole had an earpiece. There was one in every portal okay. hole. And that's then way more reasonable than that. Those every, people started running, and every then their army behind one. them ran. How much money that is. But, okay. Wakanda's rich as fuck. Which I know, I know. <laughs> they okay. could afford everybody to have some shit. So, we'll get into this. Uh, this one moves 
pretty good. It, I mean, it's an anime movie. It, it's it's a straight line. There's no windy shit because they can't do that because it's supposed to be a a, a compact story. So yes. we begin this whole story with the League of Villains. They are running away from Endeavor and our boy Hawks. So when he pops up, we don't really see that much of Hawks at this point. Honestly, I didn't know really who he was at the time that this movie came his, out. Yeah, his because name we had only pops seen up him. And then like you see some pictures. Yeah, I think he was like in one episode maybe yeah. before this movie before we saw it here in America. And that's the other problem. Um, we things were brought up and I'm like, "Oh, that was kind of out of order for things, but Yeah, so like, like I said. They bring up this this person Hawks who who is a hero. He's like the new number 2 hero. Yeah. And that's all we know about him. We haven't like seen him do anything he doesn't actually do much in this movie so uh endeavor so that's Todoroki's dad he is just fire and he's really good at it so uh the league of villains human torches are scooting off and they have this truck with something in it and the heroes there are other heroes there and they're all like seat here you know you know what i mean people gotta die in these movies they're trying their best to stop it and so dobby Dobby, which is, he's gotta be Todoroki's, like, illegitimate son. Has lost, to be. Long lost son who has ran away to from be. the family. It's another dude with fire. Everybody thinks. Has to be. He's gotta be his kid. But Dobby is just rolling people. His fire is blue, so it's like Azula's fire from Avatar. So it's the hottest crazy. kind. crazy. Well, it's <laughs> not necessarily crazy. crazy. It's just the hottest kind. Azula's fire was blue because she's crazy. Well, and it was <laughs> and strong, hotter. Yeah. But she's crazy. But um, right. Dobby's destroying nuts. everybody. And um, I can't remember his name. He's the guy that can make things shrink into little bubbles. Oh, I don't know. The magician guy. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. lost an arm. So they are like, we need to get the fuck out of here before Endeavor gets here. And hey, guess who's in the middle of the street sitting there glowing? Endeavor. Endeavor and Dobby's like, oh shit. So he shoots out his fire beams and Endeavor does his prominence flame, mm-hmm. which is a sweet ass name for a move. And he like destroys the truck and it careens off the edge. And then you find out that the villains, they were just copies because they have a bad guy on their team. It looks a lot like Deadpool, but it's not Deadpool, but he acts like Deadpool. He has a power, he can copy people. And they have the same powers, and they can do stuff, but they can't take that many hits. And so it's like, hey, we got as far as we could. Kind of a distraction. And they look... putty clones, basically. Got him in the little... Hit him in the Z. Yeah, and then they shake and then explode. Um, They get down to the truck a little bit later, and they find out that whatever was in the truck is gone. And they're like, I wonder what they were carrying. Huh, okay. And then you find out... That is our boy Johnny Young Bosch. So, uh, from Trigun, Vash's voice. He was the Black Ranger. He did a lot of other voices in anime. He was and the stuff. second Black Ranger, to be clear. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was the frog. <laughs> I'm just a frog. He's, he's a really good one. But he is the voice of the character. What is that motherfucker's name? Nine. Such a dumbass name. Because he has nine powers. <laughs> no, such a dumb name. Uh, Sometimes people get lazy, okay? Yeah. You leave him alone. <laughs> you leave these writers alone. Yeah. So the villain named Nine, he has a little squad of bad guys, which actually they're pretty well-to-do and strong. 
yeah, as we find out they're later. They're like Omega level mutants yeah. in this world. <laughs> they, they're, they're pretty cool. So, it's weird and it doesn't make any sense, but sure. Yeah, so he has a uh, a bad guy that covers anything with wool and he can control it. Was it wool? Or string? String, wool, yeah, something like it's that. Like I wool. Don't know. Uh, a girl that her hair is like needles. Yeah. So it's kind of like the uh, Inhuman from Marvel, uh, Medusa. She's and, like a porcupine. Yeah. And then, I can't remember his name, but he is a wolf. He's like a werewolf. Dragon. He's like a chimera. His tail is oh, like that's a his lizard name. tail. It's chimera. Yeah. Uh, in like Final Fantasy, you fight those all the time. They're terrible because they can do multiple oh, things. Yeah. The one in this movie is terrible too. He's yeah. strong as fuck. He's legit. It's really cool. So he has themselves a squad, and his mission in life, his goal, is to create a society where if you have a strong quirk, you deserve to be in charge. And so it's like, oh, you can make water shoot out of your, your pinkies? You're a janitor. Oh, you can fly and shoot beams out your eyes, and you can disappear? Yeah, you're in charge of this street. You I know? understood his power to be a lot more sinister, and it was like... Kill everyone who's not strong. Well, yeah, but you gotta it, have you gotta have cronies, so you can't kill everybody. Because it'd just I mean, be the strong people fighting, and I'm like, I can't you fight would, every day. You would think that, but yeah. usually villains don't really have good end games to their plan. So it's like, yeah. I'm going to kill everybody. He's like, Well, what are you gonna do when everybody's dead? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, his, well, why kill everybody? You piece of shit. His like, his whole thing was very similar to Apocalypse, like X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where he was just like, no, only Omega levels can live and everyone else got to die. Or similar to Voldemort, like only yeah. only pure bloods can live. Very eugenist me. of them. Yeah, no, no fucking mud bloods. Like, <laughs> none of that. That's racist. It is super racist. <laughs> so but, while the bad guy is laughing and having really cool flashbacks of everything in like a real scary red tone <laughs> in his head... UA. So they uh, just have this cool, like, assignment on location assignment that they will never acknowledge in the show. But they are sent to this island, Nabu Island, as part of a program. And so the entire 1A class to get them acclimated to being heroes Mm -hmm. in a real life scenario. So they they justify it as well we can teach them like hey if there's a burning building you save them like this and they write it down like oh cool 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 but hey we'll let we'll have you stay at this island this fucking community for a question mark amount of time because a whole summer yeah i guess um and we'll come back at the end and you'll get some actually real life experience which is actually yeah, really cool because there's a lot more to being a hero than just fighting off you know the Thanoses and the Zods of the world. Yeah, like, you've got to be a member of the community, and you really have to make those connections with the people yeah, around trust. you. Trust. It's gaining the trust. Of gaining the, the trust of the population. Stuff. So that was the main goal because this island has no villains. It has no. There's nothing special about it. It's just like this random island with a small population. So of course the people in charge of both UA and the. Pol- police department or the heroes whatever it is police department were like yeah let's send the kids over here they can't get into any shit because there's nothing there there's there's no shit to get into as you know in action movies any scenario hey nothing bad happens here 
Let's send them there. Hey, lo and behold. Hey, I can't wait to get home to my wife and kids. Yeah. Guess who's dying next? Yeah, lo and behold, this is going to be the worst <laughs> fucking day of their lives. Yeah, you're, so. you're dead. You're already dead. Why did you say that? So the the whole class is there, and it's really cool to see everybody. That I, I was already smiling because Aoyama was there, and they were on the phone. And they're taking calls, so it's like they have their own phone line, hotline. And it's like, it. hey, there's a missing kid out by the mall. And it's like, well, who wants to go? And it's like, well, my powers will work with this. I'm fast. I can get us there really quick. Let's scoot off. And so everyone takes turns on the phones, and they're switching around. Our boy Bakugo, he is sitting there grumpy. Because he's not going to save a kid. He's he's there to swing on bad guys. That's he what he wants to do. He doesn't give a fuck about the community aspect of being a hero. Yeah, the, all the small That's, time the stuff. Small he's time like, shit. nah, 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 nah. He's like, nah. Some call me when like a major issue happens. Yeah, when a, when a real monster pop up, I'll beat that thing's ass. Yeah. Don't, don't you know? You don't need me. Uh, uh, Midoriya, Zuku, almost Deku. He has fifteen names. Uh, so Deku is scooting around, being cute. He's working on his powers because, you know, his body, it just falls apart when he uses it for full strength. At this point, he's at 15? I don't know. Again. In between. So, where we are now in the anime, he is rocking 20, maybe 25%. It's 20% and in the anime. things have right happened. Now. We'll explain in this movie what things I'm talking about. And so, it's a little before that. So, I'd probably say he's around 15, maybe close to 20%. His body is almost ready. So he's he's like the, <laughs> the Nintendo, like, <laughs> leader of Nintendo. He said, my body is ready. So they're all doing their things, being great. It's really, really cute. So Deku meets, what, Mahoro? Mahoro? Uh, no. Shimano? No, meets uh, Katsuma. Katsuma. And then the sister's name is? Mahoro. Mahoro. Meets these two little Mahoro. kids. Mahoro. And there's a call. He's like, hey, there's a missing kid. We need your help. He takes way too long to do it. And the girl's like, well, how are you going to be a hero? You're just a little kid. Like, my brother was out here. He could have been dead. Or it in was a an ditch hour. somewhere. It, was an, it took him one hour to search an entire island and find a child. Yeah. And like, so in this world, there are a lot of yourself, little girl. disenfranchised people, people that things have happened to them. They're like, fuck heroes. You know, that's how villains are born. But a lot of people just like, they don't trust heroes enough. Hey. Kind of like our world, you know? You know, Like, hey, I'm the cops. I'm like, I don't really give a shit about you. But uh, this happens. So the, the the girl, she is very much really grumpy about heroes. And we'll see if that changes. But uh, while that's happening, um, let me see. Oh, yes. So their dad, he is on the mainland scooting around. So we find out that Nine's body... He got a cool little upgrade from our favorite no-faced oatmeal mouth. True villain. True of the villain story. of the show, All for One. So just like in the first movie when All for One's like, hey, Magneto, I'm going to give you a couple more powers or just upgrade your stuff because All Might's going to be there and this is how you beat him. He's like, yeah. oh, word, thanks, lumpy-faced man. <laughs> yeah. So lumpy-faced man talks to Nye and he's like, hey, we're going to experiment on your body. And We're going to upgrade you. So you'll be able so to hold ass. nine powers. And so, you know, have fun with that. So he has some really sweet-ass powers. We actually don't see all nine of them. But the power he's looking for 
is a healing quirk because he's one of those villains that is like, oh, I'm already on the verge of death before this situation. So I'm a hard ass. My real weakness is my body's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. So just like in... I mean, like All Might. Yeah, just like in Naruto, uh, the bone bad guy... No, no, it's it's when they were kids. Because oh, okay. Rock Lee, he's drunk. Yeah, 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 you're and right. And he, he whoops right. on him. The only reason they win that fight is that motherfucker's got cancer. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my body's falling apart. He's yeah. like, you win. So yeah. I mean, that's basically what's happening to Nine in this. Yeah. So he's on the hunt for a healing quirk that will protect his body from itself, basically. Kind of like Wolverine. It'll yeah. keep regenerating So that him. he can hold on to the powers that he has, because they are fucking his body up. Yes, so the, he jumps the... It's like the Phoenix Force just eating away. Yeah, so Katsuma and, and Mahiro, their dad has the power, so he gets all types of jump, just destroyed, and he eats it up, and he's like, damn it, this power isn't right. It, it only works for certain blood types, and my blood type ain't one of them. He's like, but powers are hereditary. Where are his kids? Because one of them probably has the power, too. And he's like, oh, they're on that island. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's like three cops and there. And there's no heroes there, so yeah. sweet, let's go. Yeah, we, yeah let's roll. <laughs> it's not, this ain't even going to be hard. Like, I'm just going to walk onto that island and steal that kid's power and then yeah. leave. Like, I'm just going to yank it, the kid It up. ain't even going to be a problem. <laughs> so Nine and his group, they get to the island and they destroy all means of escape and communication. Just real, real ass quick. They, f- they fucking like roll up on a cruise ship sized boat, basically, and like... <laughs> They fucking like Tokyo drift into the harbor and just wreck I think I all that. the other boats. I think I said like, "Damn, Tokyo drift!" I'm like, "Oh shit, they, they broke everything." They said, "Fuck this dock, fuck these boats." So uh, how are they gonna leave? Like, they did not think that it probably has a flying power. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but just like in any action movie, you gotta cut off the exits, so you're trapped there. So, and uh, get rid of communication. Yeah, so Deku is actually off looking. Is he looking for the kids again? Yes. yes. Something's wrong with the kid. Like, yeah, him and Bakugo actually get a call from one of the kids and is like, holy shit, like, the bad guy's at the dock. And he's like, holy crap. And he runs off. Bakugo's like, I don't trust that kid. Like, he lied before. Like, eh, whatever. And uh, at the beach, we see Mr. I think his, his name just Wolf? Chimera. The Chimera. His He's, name is Chimera. Yeah, Chimera's at the beach. So Todoroki, actually like four or five heroes are there. It's actually... Yeah, because the, they were already like cl- clearing the beach or working at the beach at the time. Yeah. And so the Chimera guy is there and he's like, well, I'm bad. I'm here to just fuck stuff up. And so Todoroki, uh, I want to say Ida, so the one that can run really fast. Saro, uh, the tail guy. I can't remember his name, Save My Life. The one that's got the squirrel tail? Ojuro. Yes. And then... Uh, or no, uh, Edgy. Yeah, and then, my, then yeah. Shadow Boy. I can't remember his name either. Uh, I'm like Bakugo. I just give everybody nicknames. Tokoyami is... the yeah. is Shadow Boy. Shadow Boy. <laughs> everybody gets... It's so much easier. Yeah, and, o- and Bak- Ojuro. That was right. I was yeah, right. I, I, get, I get why Bakugo gives people nicknames. It's so much easier. So... Uh, they start fighting Chimera, and lo and goddamn behold, this Chimera is taking hits like a champ, and he's like, that tickle. He's wrecking everybody. And like, he starts beating this. him up. You gotta remember, he's a grown-ass man. These are like maybe, what, 14-year-olds? Maybe, maybe 15? Yeah, I was saying maybe 15. Um, their powers just aren't as strong. 
They they yeah. haven't used them as much. And plus, some people get lucky. Like Todoroki can use fire and ice. You know what I mean? Like, but also, they don't have the right to kill because they're kids. Fuck that noise! If that Chimera dude was in my face, I'm like, if I can kill you, I'm putting you down. But I well, get what I, you're saying. They, like they technically haven't. I think at this point they hadn't had their official licenses to do yeah. real hero oh, work. Yeah. No, I got so you. So they can't use deadly force. I mean, like I, mean, I said, if somebody's in my face, I'm going to kill them. I'll just get chewed out later by the, by the teacher. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. I've been chewed out before. I'll be all right. I, I, don't, I honestly don't think that anyone in this class was holding back. I think they were no, trying. they to, couldn't. I, was trying, <laughs> I think they were all trying their hardest. They absolutely could not hold To that. beat this chimera. Chimera dude, but... That Chimera guy would have for real killed them if they didn't try their best. Yeah. So, Chimera guys whomping the shit out of people. In the town, the guy that can turn things into, like, wool and control them. Uh, so, it's Bakugo's squad. The Baku squad! Same two people go with him all the time, because they're the only ones that can, like... That'd be Electric Boy, Denki, um, and... Kaminari. Kaminari. Hey, I know his name. So, he can harden his body. They're like his best friends. No, Denki Kaminari. That's his whole name. Kirishima is who you Kirishima. So many Ks. Kirishima and Kaminari. So Bakugo, just like in the um, in the tournament arc, when they turn him into a lump, you remember? And Denki mm-hmm. had to save everybody. Bakugo gets grabbed first. And so they, the bad guy's using his body to fight his friends. They're like, sweet Jesus. These bad guys are smarter than any other bad guys that we've seen so far in this anime. Because they go directly for the person who is the strongest threat immediately. And like, slows them down. They it's, don't it's they don't just like go for whoever tries to hit them first. They go for the person that is clearly the strongest of the group, which is a nice change. I mean it sucks because I'm not rooting for the villains, but it's a nice change strategy wise that we haven't seen in the show to this point. Yeah, because if I was fighting multiple people, which means I am a villain, if I'm fighting more than one person at one time, because only bad guys do that, I'd be like, who is the... Oh, it's Katie? Oh, she's kicking really hard. Nah, let me shut her down real quick, and then I have more time to think. So, uh, they actually take out the 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 wool guy, because Bakugo is absurdly strong. Mm-hmm. And so he breaks his own self out, and he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And he actually doesn't hold back. He just shoots a super beam right in his face. Just like... He fucks that dude up. It's like Goku when he like teleports and does a Kamehameha right in someone's mouth. Just like puts his hands into their mouth. He's like, I'm going to shoot you right in the face. And he does it. And it's like, my God, that man might be in a coma. But Bakuko, you know, shit, he's a bad guy. Yeah. So they actually take down one of them. And I like to think that he was the weakest of the group. Because he got taken down quick. So Midoriya... Finds the kids, and he finds Nine. And Nine's like, I need one of them kids. Oh, I scanned him. I need that boy. He's got the power I want. So I don't care. This whole island, I don't care about. Everyone yeah, else can go free. This island can burn. I want the boy. I will let everyone else go. I just want that kid's power. I don't and, give a fuck. you know, Deku's like, you'll never get it. You know, I'm a hero. So Deku is trying his best to keep him back. He has new gauntlets. And he can use his souped-up body to flick air, but he flicks air like it's a fucking gunshot. Mm-hmm. So he's flicking air at the guy, and the dude's like, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." Uh, he has force fields and air he can control, and he has a tail, metal tails that come out of his body that he can control at will, and he can shoot lightning. And Deku realizes 
why does this dude have multiple powers? He's like all for one. I don't understand. And Deku, one of his like superpowers is he analyzes things. So the longer you're fighting him, he's like, oh, okay. Okay, I know what to watch out for. I can take you out. So, Not a real superpower. He's just good at this. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is a superpower. He kept his ass alive a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, but a lot of other heroes in his class do the same thing. Oh, yeah, but he's just really good at it. But um, Bakugo pops up. Oh, before that, the bad guy sees Midoriya, and he's like, oh, he's got super strength. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I'm going to take that. And he grabs him, and he's like, well, I'm going to take your super strength, because that'll just make me stronger, and I have space. And so he gets thrown away from Deku's body, and he's like, I couldn't take his power. Because I don't have enough space. I don't have enough space. He has way... Multiple powers. He has multiple powers in his body. I can't take them. And so in the theater, I was like, oh, okay. It's It's the first time they mention in the series... That Deku has multiple powers within him. And, I mean, not it's probably not in the manga. But in the show, it's the first time that we hear about it. Yeah. Uh, or the canon of the show, I guess. It's the first time that we hear that he might have multiple powers. Or that he does have multiple powers residing within him. When I saw this in the theater, I assumed that they just meant... Because of the way that his power is passed down from person to person. Oh, yeah. That all of the power, like, from each person was just retained. And what he, what Nine had scanned from him was just seeing the the essence of each of those other people in him. That had been a good excuse uh, if they that's, had to dodge it. That's, that's what I understood it as. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It's, it's something like that. Oh, you yeah. keep watching the oh, show. Oh, I was going to bring it up. It's just now happening in the show. I'm not fucking with okay. this shit up. Well, yes. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't take his power because he has way too many in his body. And he's like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll just kill him. Bakugo rolls in. He's like, yep, I found the villain. I found the leader. I'm going to kick your ass. And so uh, he tells uh, Deku, he's like, get your dumb ass up. We got to fight. And Deku's like, okay. Because that's how he talks to him, And they try their best. And they're actually doing some really cool tag team moves for people that don't really like each other. Well, Deku likes him. Bakugo absolutely well, hates him. They've been best friends for Yeah, they are best friends. They just don't say it. Uh, they're doing sweet-ass moves. Uh, Bakugo does this move where he uses one hand to pinwheel the other person, spins them around super hard, and just, just hucks them as hard as he can. At someone, he actually does it another time. I think recently in a season, he throws somebody like that, not Deku. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool to no avail. This dude, he's got like at least five powers, and he's destroying these kids. They're trying their absolute best. Deku tells the kids, he's like, "Get out of here! Like, you gotta leave, you know, because he's kicking her. <laughs> you gotta get out of here." And the kids are like, "Oh, oh, oh!" You know how kids just don't run i'd be like thanks katie and i'm scooting off if i was a little kid like good luck um but they they get destroyed absolutely destroyed the only reason they don't get killed is you know they have plot armor because they're supposed to be in the next season but nine's body starts shutting down he's got to take a break he he needs some milk that boy needs some milk and so the uh medusa Runs up, and she's like, your body, bro. You, like, out here fighting these kids in the street. <laughs> you gotta take a break. And uh, our boy, 
uh, with the birds. I can't remember his name. He controls animals. Coda. Coda comes up, and someone else helps, too, to grab Deku and Bakugo. I can't remember. There were several. So, uh, Uraraka was there. Yeah. Coda was there. Uh, I, it was either Edgy who had it with the, um, uh, oh my gosh, the tentacle arms. Yeah. Who grabbed them or it was, uh, Saro and, um, Invisible Girl. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, a group of heroes, because the little girl sent out this cool little SOS, it was a giant Deku, and it says, please help Mr. Deku. <laughs> He's getting his ass kicked over here. So the heroes get there, cause a giant distraction, and grab everybody and get the fuck out of there, which was really smart. They didn't try to fight. They were like, ooh, that dude took out the two good ones in the group. They took out our strongest. Yeah. Fuck. I make things float, so I know I'm not winning a fight against you, because you beat his ass, yeah. and all he does is blow out his limbs to help people. Yeah. We, we're going we're gonna to dip out real quick. So... Uh, this is the part in the movie where the hero got their ass kicked, and they heal a little bit, and then they hopefully have an idea. So, Deku and Bakugo, they have broken ribs, arms. Yeah, they're they super fucked up. Super fucked up. And you find out that the boy, he can regenerate cells. So, this is one of the plot things that always come up in these movies. There's always a healer when they need them. And, which, you know, you gotta have one. So, uh, they get healed up. They're not 100% because they're still kind of, you know, weak, but they're way better than they were because they were kind of knocked out. And so they have a plan. So they realize that this uh, nine wants to kid. And so they're like, well, if we can siege, sit somewhere and wait out because Yayarozu has sent out a drone with messages of help. It's going to take a couple hours to get there. To the mainland and then real heroes will get here and they can help out so we just gotta wait them out so daytime we get through that we'll be fine so they go to the castle and they set up traps and they do all this stuff and they're like we can do this we have a plan we gotta split them up because if all those bad guys are together we're done so we're insta dead because yeah. they're fucking way too strong together so we'll split them up and then we'll have different groups take on different bad guys that's how we gotta do it which is a really smart idea. Yeah. The bad guys, they make their way down this, like, thin little, like, bridge to get to the castle that they're sieged at. And they set their traps. Uraka, uh, Uravity, her name, uh, and uh, Saro, the tape guy, they set this trap and they're throwing rocks everywhere. And then Yayorozu shoots off cannons. Mm-hmm. And she's blowing up stuff. So the bad guys split up. Because they're like, oh, my God, they're blowing stuff up on us so the hair girl medusa she is down in the caves and she meets mina and tokoyami and so tokoyami tokoyami is like hey i'm in the shadows i'm way stronger here guess what dark shadow about to wreck your shit let's scrap bitch (laughs) he sure did (laughs) he was like bitch what so he's down there it's a one-on-one two-on-one technically Mina but, had all that acid. She wasn't playing around either. Yeah, but at some point it does turn it does turn into a one on one. That's because Mina gets fucked up by yes. those quills. Yeah. So it's one on one down there. Good luck. The Chimera ends up kind of in this watery like creek. He's like by a waterfall. Yeah. Cool. And uh, Froppy, so the girl that's a, a frog, frog. 
Ida, the fast one, mm-hmm. Kaminari, and uh, Kirishima, and uh, Todoroki. So it's five on one. And this motherfuckers, they probably could have brought three more. And it probably would have been a little easier. Would have been more fair. Yes. The Chimera dude is so fucking strong. And so the Chimera guy is like, okay, no more playing around. I was like kind of going easy on y'all like the day before. We need that kid. So I'm going to kill y'all if I actually get the chance. So good luck, little wee ones. And so they are trying their absolute best. They are actually tricking him. They use some of uh, Froppy's, uh, she has this neurotoxin to uh, slow him down, but nothing they're doing is getting the job done. Because she's a frog. Yeah. Uh, And actually what they do, Todoroki has an idea. So his dad is all about fire, and his mom was the ice side, and so he really isn't the biggest fan of the fire side. But at this point, he understands that he respects it. But he has an idea. This dude is part reptile. He's a big old monster. I'm going to freeze him. So he's like, give me an opening and let me get as close as I can. So he runs in, jams his hand down the chimera's mouth, and just does, a, does a super freeze. So the opposite of prominence flame. I don't know, he, he'll come up with a sweet ass name for it. Uh, and he hibernates this guy. When we watched it, I was like, oh, he dead. Because ice was just sprouting out of, like, his pores and stuff, and he was frozen. But he's like, yeah, go hibernate for a while. And I was like, ice is coming out of his body, chief. He did. But later on, you see him walking off in cuffs. I was like, okay. (laughs) But I would have done a fatality. He would have been frozen, and I would have kicked his head off. But that's just me. (laughs) That motherfucker is not going back to jail. So that's another bad guy down. So Nine is taking this sweet-ass Terminator walk. Toward the castle. And all the heroes that are there. So Yagorozu and my boy Aoyama. He's shooting belly button beams. And they're doing some real destruction. And Nine is actually having to use his powers. And so that's the game plan. Keep him using his powers. Because he will start the weekend. And then we can beat his ass. So they have a really good plan. But Nine is very strong. And he is systematically just shutting down all the people. Deku and Bakugo see the writing on the wall he's like he's gonna he's gonna get a little too close and then we can't fight the way we want to fight because bakugo can't blow shit up with people around he is way better when he's in a field by himself doing work or with somebody that knows how to dodge his moves he needs to be as far away from all of the villagers all of the islanders who were shoved up and back and and just like deku too he's a lot better when they don't have to worry about somebody to like look back at, yeah, he's like, hurting oh, somebody, yeah. They're both very sloppy, strong people. So you give them room, just like everybody in Dragon Ball Z. Hey, let's go to this planet where there's no one there, so I can just do whatever I want. So yeah, they jump toward nine and they're like round two, dickhead, let's go. Uh, he is doing a lot of fighting. He's using all his powers again. Mm-hmm. They're trying their absolute best, and they actually, it looks like they get destroyed by lightning. And so Nine is oh, like... Oh, yeah, because he goes... They, like, almost defeat him, and then he pulls, like, a dormant weather power that we didn't know he had yeah. out of nowhere and creates these, like, insane monsoon hurricane-looking clouds. Um, and then there's just this 
pink lightning that's flying around yeah. everywhere, and he strikes the kids, and they get fucked up. Yeah, and they go so. down, and so he starts walking toward the kids again, and he's like, you, kid, come here, I need your power, because his body's kind of jacked up at this point, and the yeah. cancer's starting to, like, pop back up, like, hey. Because he's overusing his, yeah. his powers. At this point, he's kind of gone a little too hard, a little too plus ultra, and so he's talking to the kid, he's like, I'm going to kill your sister if you don't come here right now. And the kid, screaming, starts running at the bad guy, swinging his fist. He's like, I'll defeat you because Deku told him that's what heroes do. They defeat the bad guys. He's like, I'll defeat you. And then, boom, you see Deku and Bakugo. They're back up swinging. And they're like, how did you survive that super hit? Well, our boy that controls electricity, we use him as a lightning rod because we saw you do your move before. And then we see... Uh, Dinky. Dinky's like, yeah. <laughs> He's jacked up. He's super fucked up. Because he took all this electricity. And so, round three starts. And it doesn't go that much better. They're still getting their asses kicked. They're getting hits on them. But it's not going the way they need it. because Yeah, because they're tired. And yeah. everyone everyone's tired at this point. And so, at this point, I want to say Bakugo hit... One of his arms is broken. And I want to say Deku has broken an arm, too. Nope. Oh, not yet? Okay. So, they are both jacked up. and Tired as fuck. Yes, the writing is on the wall. And Deku says, hey, Bakugo. Well, he, the bad guy, Nine, captures them both. Yeah, he's holding them both with his powers. And he's like, hey, Bakugo, I got a really stupid idea. But I think it'll work. And he's like... It's the only way we can win. And he instantly understands... What he wants to do. Because if you share, if you pass on one for all, it instantly multiplies it at that point. That's why Deku's body blows out when he does anything really cool with it. Because his body, it just multiplies. And so that's why he is the 10th holder of of one for all. So Deku's plan is, I will pass on one for all to you, Bakugo, which instantly makes it stronger for you. And I will use the burning embers to help you defeat this bad guy. Just like All Might used the burning embers for years. No, 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 months. He used it for months. His body was already jacked up. He still had one for all. He gave it to Deku, and then maybe almost a year goes by, and he's still being a hero just with the burning embers of it. Yeah. And so he passes it off, not with hair, not a kiss or anything. They have cuts on their hands. And they hold hands together. The blood transfer. Blood brothers. Yeah, blood transfer. So in the theater, everybody was like, but like, he says in every episode, this is the story how I became the number one hero. I was like, what's happening? Is he going to die or something? And I was like, that's Which makes a lot more sense when you know that this this was supposed to be the end of the series. And then in my head was like, I mean, this wouldn't really make you the number one hero. You'd just be a really good hero. It's like, man, Deku, like, sacrificed his life to save everybody. That wouldn't make you number one. Everyone would remember you. So I was like, I don't like this. So, the boys, the glowy boys, so just like in the first movie where they run in tandem and they do work. In this one, they both have all for one. They look at each other like, let's go kick some ass. No, one for all. They have One, one for, for all. One for all. And so they look at each other and like, let's go kick some ass. Bakugo blows out one of his arms. Yeah. Using the power because he doesn't know how this works, but he is and a his very. His body's not ready. He's a very quick learner, so he is yeah. going out. 
Deku does a smash and breaks one of his arms. Well, they both do a, they do a smash together, basically. Yeah. Uh, the smash doesn't get the job done. Like I said, oh, cause, so at this point, he has these, Nine has these weird tubes on his back. The tubes, like, put this liquid into his body. So now he is at his final form, just like Frieza. Goku beat him up like 32 times. He's like, oh, yeah. I remember when I said I was at 100%? I kind of lied. I'm at 105. Now! And he goes glowy. And it's yeah, like, it's like Bane. We'll now that. I'm the strongest I will ever be. Yeah. And so the boys are absolutely trying their best. Uh, at this point, there's no more talking. It's just music and really quick animation. It's just colors. It's just fight. It's absolute color it's on the screen. Great. It's really, really cool. And... The all for one squad, they actually get the job done. They put this guy down. They sh- they destroy him. He's not dead. One for all. One for you all. I keep saying every all time. for one. Yeah, I know. Every time. I think about that band. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I swear. So they win. They beat nine. Who fucking Ray? And then they both like black out because they because they are fucked. They were doing up. some work. So All Might gets there with everybody, you know, after everything's done. And All Might sees them laying down, and Deku tells All Might, So, I remember how you gave me your powers, and you believed that I was going to be the next, like, you? So, I had I had to do something really crazy for us to win this. I gave my powers to Bakugo. And he's like, oh, shit, really? And he's like, yeah, but it had to be done. And he's like... You know, it was the only way for us to And win. All Might's like, okay, I, I understand you know, you had to I do it. I trust you, yeah. So he looks at his body. Deku's body is still glowing. And and it's like, oh. Oh, cool. So one, all for one. No, one for all. I one s- for all. Every- one power for everybody. Yeah. So one for all. Apparently he can talk to one for all now. So one for all gave Deku a mulligan. So he's like, okay, you're about to die. We'll do this this one time for you. I assume they're going to do it. That's not what happened. No. All Might explains. So Deku is still glowing. And All Might looks at Bakugo and sees that he's still passed out. And realizes Um... that the transfer of the, like the full transfer of um, One for All's power was not completed before Bakugo passed out. Okay. Uh, That's would, what he says. I know. It would have been a better explanation if... Because the spirits in his body have saved him before. When he was hypnotized, and was like, oh, he's going to lose. I don't want to fucking lose in this body. Do you want to lose, y'all? No. Wake him up. And they force him to wake up. It had been yeah, better... Not, he hasn't talking to them at this point. I know. It had been cooler if the spirits were like, we need to help him out. Meh. I think it would have been better. I don't think so. It, sh- it should have that, that been Disagree. better. Disagree. But the transfer didn't stick. And so right when he says that in the theater, there were people like, <laughs> and they're like, Jesus Christ. So, you know, hey, you did this like life-changing, altering thing. Psych. And like, oh my God, really? Uh, so Makes sense to me. I know. It just, it would have been cooler. But it's like a computer, if you're transferring shit and your computer dies, guess what? Transfer didn't work. <laughs> no, the computer just breaks at that point. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. So Deku still has his powers. Hooray! And Bakugo 
Doesn't remember anything. Doesn't remember anything. Any, that's, oh my fucking God. I was like, he don't remember shit. Makes sense to me. He got so much better. They were like for real friends in the end of the movie. I was like, God. No, no, no. They, they fought together. But he doesn't remember the all for one. He remembers the fight, most of the fight. But yeah, the I second the, all for, the one for all thing happened, he Yeah, the important forgets. part. He forgot. But that's fine because it would have fucked his body up so much. I like, know. I know. I know. So, everything is good. Oh, no. Nine scooted off when everybody was looking away. So, he gets off to another island. He's like, well, shit, I'm still alive. I can make this work. He's in the same island, just somewhere else on the Yeah, island. a little further away. And then old Krusty Boy. I can't remember his name. Same Shigaraki. Moment. Shigaraki. Krusty Boy. P- pops out of a portal. And he's like, hey, this is a really good experiment. Well, thanks. You suck. And just kills him. He's like, I can do. I give me another chance. He's like, Nah, Chief, you suck. You did. So, going. What I think. Shigaraki did not give any fucks. He don't care about nobody. So, what I think going off of this, because he does say the words, "This was a really cool experiment." Like, thanks for testing this out. I think they want more people with multiple powers. I think that is the end game of the bad guys. Like. All, all for one. I think that's what he wants to do. Well, I, th- they, I mean, we've seen that already. We know that that's the goal. Yeah, they put it in weird clone bodies. I they think keep he, doing it in the Nobus. They're, yeah. they're testing it in normal people, non-Nobu, to yeah. see if it will stick and how the body reacts. Yeah, how the body can, ha- if the body can handle it. I'm telling you right now. What what day is it? It is early June 2021. This is a hot take from Otis. At the end, Deku is going to have multiple powers. Shigaraki, old crusty boy, is going to have multiple powers. And they're going to be in the middle of the street swinging. But you can't touch Shigaraki. Well, hope Deku got a power they can touch him. (laughs) (laughs) You do decay. I do life. (laughs) And they just can't Lightning. Yeah. (laughs) Some crazy shit. I can can grow stuff. I can grow things as you decay them. Uh, it's gonna be a legit I'm a fight. Decay the decayer. But hundred percent powers. Hundred percent. This was a test to see how we felt about a bad guy that had multiple powers, and shit gets real desperate. So I really think the end game of this whole story is gonna be a dude with nine powers or eight, whatever Deku gets, swinging on somebody that's got like nine or ten powers, and then the power of love or friendship helps in the end. So not even his powers will win. It'll be the whole class one A. Swinging. Mm, doubt it. At the same time, or just them believing in him. I don't know what it's going to be. So, Maybe. Uh, but that's the end of the movie. It was amazing. The music was great. I had a great time. Uh, like I said, there were some spots where I frowned. I was like, hmm. But it's a damn good one. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in My Hero Academia? I was about to say two heroes. Heroes Rising. My favorite character in this movie was Teamwork. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, what you were gonna say? Hell yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Them working together. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't think you were gonna say it. Come okay. on. Yeah. You didn't write it down. I have. I didn't it write it down, right but I, I said I'm about to go off from the heart <laughs> on these. So, um, I love the end of the movie. Of course, uh, the the fighting scenes in anime are always just over the top and incredible and beautiful. But I really, really loved the first half of this movie where the entire class is working together and 
to help this island out and separating out the jobs and determining who needs to go where because of their specific ability, how they can help, you know, this little old lady who needs help with her groceries or this old man whose tractor is fucked up or whatever. And I really, really thought that was awesome because we don't really get to see that um, when they're on the mainland with anything. Like, we don't even get to see the older heroes ever do that like we know that they work for hero agencies and the agencies are called when there's when stuff happens or they're notified when stuff happens but we don't ever get to see that side of it like the we're not seeing the dispatch side of it um and i think that was the coolest part of this movie it was a lot of everyone using their intelligence to figure out who would be the best. It wasn't just like, you know, Ida was calling the shots. Ida and Momo were calling the shots because they're the smartest in the class and being like, okay, you go here, you go here, you go here. It was everyone, you know, kind of being like, oh yeah, well I do, I think I would be good at this and I think this I think this other person over here would be good at this too. Like, let's, let's go. And I thought that was really fucking cool. And the way that they worked it out shows me that later in the show we're gonna get some really fucking cool teamwork combinations oh yeah like we've already seen it a bit in see the end of season four which was after this movie came out and in season five we're seeing it too but it's really really fucking cool to see them all work together to deal with everything that's going on especially the plan they came up with at the end of separating the bad guys and then working their way from like the bottom of a hill all the way back up to the top where the stronghold was that was holding all of the civilians like it was fucking cool but yeah no teamwork it like like Katie said i love seeing the not main characters uh in some of my favorite anime yep. it's it, you have to like either like or dislike the main character they're going to be there in 90% of the scenes but like in demon slayer like uh Inosuke, that's my boy. He, he's got a pig, a boar head on, and he's a dummy, but I love him. And then old Cinnamon Bun, he, had, he knows one move, and, and he's just in love with the sister. I love those guys because I know they're not going to take on the last bad guy. They'll take on, like, the subordinate or the second in command or third, and they'll do that, and they'll barely win because that's how it works. But I love seeing that. So, like, when you see Asui doing work and... Yayorozu and, you know, Tokiyami, like, winning a fight, because he never wins fights and stuff. It's always distractions and things. It was really cool, and like I said, I like to see Ayami. He's got a laser belly button. That's just absurd. So, yeah. The uh, strategy of it all, of this movie, yeah. was awesome. These kids are smart. They're, they're really smart. So, yeah, the teamwork. It was the best part of this movie. So, Katie, who's your least favorite character in Heroes? I want to say two heroes so bad. Heroes Rising. Mahiro. Yeah, that little girl. She was annoying. The little girl, um, Mahiro, she and her brother are like the main focal point of this film because the brother, um, Katsuba, he's the one that Nine is after. He has the healing power. She is, for whatever reason, jaded on heroes and is just a super bitch to them up until the point when they save her life from 
ki- being killed by a yeah, hero by a bad guy. Like she just rags on the heroes nonstop. She calls, you know, she just keeps being a dick for no good reason. And they never expand on why she hates heroes. They never give us a reason like, oh, my mom was in trouble and a hero didn't save her. So that's why I don't like heroes or whatever the fuck. Like she had no reason. She was just jaded as fuck towards heroes. And it was annoying. And she kept calling their hotline, like, claiming that things were wrong. She was the girl who cried wolf, basically. Or she was forcing her brother to be the boy who cried wolf. And it got to a point where Bakugo didn't believe that there was any problem. When the bad guys actually rolled up onto the island and fucked the entire dock up, and Bakugo got the call, he didn't believe it because she was already a fucking liar, like, several times previously. And I feel Bakugo, like, you were a bitch about it, so maybe don't. Like, yeah. the girl was horrible, and yeah. So, uh, that girl, she's she's garbage water, but little kids in a lot of these stories are kind of garbage water. Yep, that's but, like a major plot point in yeah. My Hero, as it turns out. <laughs> kids being shitty. Deku out here changing little kids' minds about heroes. Mm-hmm. She's like Naruto. Yeah. If you, you let them talk a little too long, you're done. Yeah. You could be fucking ninja Hitler. Let him talk to you a little bit. And he's like, you know what? You're not that bad, Naruto. I'm like, you, you know murder what? people for I'm fun. I'm changing my mind. <laughs> you know, killing people ain't you that know, cool anymore. It wasn't a good idea. I see. I have seen the error of my ways. Thanks, little fox orphan. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that talk no jutsu, So, um. Yeah, Deku definitely got that. But my least favorite character, it's weird. It, parts of him I really didn't like. Uh, the whole aspect of his powers were awesome, but I didn't really like the main villain, Nine. He was kind of poop. But he had the unfortunate weakness of, I am absurdly strong, you could not beat me, but, I got cancer. but my body is weak. And I don't like villains like that. Uh, Which is weird, because Otis loves anime, and literally every anime has a bad guy like this. Yeah. But Every some, single one. But some of my favorites, like you, Hakusho, there wasn't anybody that was like, my body's falling apart. That's the only reason you won this. It's just, like, Taguro, that motherfucker was healthy as hell. <laughs> he just had the swing on him. Uh, but there's always one. Just like I brought up in Naruto, like, Katie thought I was talking about the future in Naruto. But no, it's just, he was sick. But he's like, oh, I'm way stronger than anybody here. He's just like, oh, my body fell apart. You're so lucky. And then he died. And I was like, ugh. Well, it's got to be when they're fighting kids. That's yeah. The problem. There's got to be a weakness that puts them on an even playing yeah. field with the kids. Which it can't which, just be like... What you said about, like, if this was a future story, I don't think he would have had that weakness. Just uh, yeah, like, I oh, agree. Yeah, it would have been, been Deku at 100% versus 9 at 100%. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't so it would have been like, oh, you just beat me. So yeah. th- I understand it's a grown man fighting against kids. It's like he's got to have a really blatant weakness. And it can't be like, oh, I can't see to my right if you go too far. Yeah. It's just like, my body sucks. You're so lucky I'm not healthy because I'd have beat everybody up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's like Thor fighting Superman, but Superman's been stabbed with kryptonite. Yeah. He's so like, like, oh, my tummy. <laughs> like, he could fight, but he ain't at 100%. Yeah. So, like, Thor's going to win that fight. But if they were at full power, both of them, we don't know. Like, yeah. it, it could go either way. Yeah. Depending on the day and who's writing the story. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Seven word synopsis. What do you got? Deku can't win. Better do stupid shit. You goddamn right. <laughs> like in that's this, the plot of anime. Man, like he the- blows his arm. I was like, he couldn't wait to fucking break his arm again. I swear to God. That's. I mean, it happens a lot in my hero. Um, when. Deku, he's very intelligent and he's very analytical of all situations. But when he gets backed into a corner and he doesn't feel like he he can't come up with another way to win, his his option is only to fuck himself up beyond recognition. (laughs) Like do the stupidest shit. That I possibly can. That's the only way we can win. Yeah, like when he fought muscular, that dude on the mountain. And he's like, wow, my arms are broken. Fuck it, I'm going to swing again with broken arms. I'm going to break my arms. You know what? Double. I kind of broke them some more. Nope, got to do it again. Triple oh, break. My arms are jelly on the inside. They're shattered. And I'm like, oh, you're so dumb. But yeah. that's, he, that's all he could do, yeah. honestly. He didn't know about his feet at that point. So he had to just punch his way out of problems. Mm-hmm. Now he's kicking, so he's got more things to break. But, like I said, he was forced into situations where he had to just be stupid. And so, unfortunately, that's his weakness. He has to do dumb stuff to stay alive. Um, My seven words was, that Chimera guy was strong as hell. Yeah. He was absurdly strong, but they had to have a side story for every other character when they were fighting the main guy, like Bakugo and Deku. They're like, well, what are they doing when that's happening? Oh, let's have him, let's give this guy a second of command that's almost as strong as him. Yeah. And it's like, hey, five on one, six on one, fuck it, go for it. And it's like, my I'm god. I'm actually really shocked that the Chimera guy didn't have a weakness, like similar to nine. He's getting frozen. <laughs> I guess well, that was his weakness, but no, I know. But I mean, something similar to oh, nine, like with his too hard. with his body giving out because okay, like the Nomus are like they're huge genetic mutation, like fuck-ups basically that just they like injected them with a bunch of power and then they destroy everything um and the nine is just like a guy with powers or a guy with a power who they like did experiments on and added more powers to them so like clearly the chimera guy is also someone they did experiments on because nobody like there are kids in this world who have like regular physical powers like you would think of any superhero like okay they're super strong or they run really fast or they've got lightning bolts or whatever and then there's mutant superpowers where the kids like their body changes like they don't look like a regular human anymore they get like a bird head or they have wings or whatever there's those powers this guy was like both of them and he had multiple, like, animal powers in his body. So, it was weird that they didn't ever describe how he got those powers or what happened there. Because, like, that wouldn't be a normal occurrence in this world. Because they've shown what happens when, like, you know, one type of parent, the parent with fire and the parent with ice, like, creates an, some ice kids, some fire kids, and some fire and ice kids. Okay, the same kind of thing would happen with animal-type mutation powers, right? But this kid had, like, this dude had, like, six different animals in him. That did not make sense. I mean, but that's, 
that's what a chimera is. It's just a mix of things. I think that was just his power. He was just a chimera. So his parents were also chimera? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Hell, how the fuck? Know. How? Hell, I don't know. But, no. Nah, I, I need a backstory. Was, I think he was a normal dude. Please tweet normal. me if there's a backstory in the manga that I need to be reading. All right, Chimera. He should pop up, but he won't because that's how bad guys work. He got arrested. He's gone forever. We'll never see him again. Well, we're on. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> this movie came out December 20th, 2019, if you were in Japan, and February 26th, 2020, if you were in America. Because it takes a while to do an English dub, as it turns out. You goddamn right. So... Uh, I couldn't find a budget. Neither I, could I. I searched. Hey, so what do you think the box office for My Hero Heroes Rising was? $25 million. Hey, box office was 29.9. Yeah. Get it. I was close. So I was like, man. It's I'm, low. Back in the day, me was like, dang, My Hero making money out here. Until Demon Slayer happened. Uh, it's like... I don't know if it's the number one best-selling just thing in Japan. It's made absurd money. Yeah. Uh, there are anime movies that we will talk about later that made banky bank. Like, yeah. they made all the money. So, um, this movie's great. Like like we said before, uh, it's enjoyable. Even if you don't know much about the world, um, they do a lot of explaining. Like, at the beginning, you know, Deku's like, hey, this world... You know, just about everybody has powers, and they go to schools and stuff, and we try to save the world. And then, you know, the music starts. But it it, it works for everybody. I think just about anybody would have a good time with this. So it, it's pretty enjoyable. So uh, you got anything else to say about My Hero? It's a really good movie. Um, I think you could probably watch this movie... Without having watched the show. Might be a few questions, but... You'll probably have a couple of questions, but I think you'd be okay. If you watch the show, you need to be watching these movies. Because they are fucking great. The first movie was so good. This movie is so good. The third one looks like it's going to be fucking fantastic. Like, find it and sit down and watch it. These movies are fucking great. So... If you have any other cool, fun facts about My Hero Academia, you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have a Facebook at... Allentown Presents. We have an email, it is... Allentownpresents at gmail.com. I'm so proud of you, because I did not say it in order, and you went with it. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one, ladies I had and my listening ears on. Hey, I would not have. If you said that to me, and I'm like, we have a Facebook at Allentownpresents at gmail.com. <laughs> I'd have been like... And looked at you like, why'd you say it differently? I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> you got twisty ears. Uh, no, this is this is great. So, uh, like I said, this is the beginning of anime month. Um, there's some really good picks out there. It's a little more uh, Lupin the Third popping up. Uh, hopefully, some Vampire Hunter D. That's an old one. I'm so I'm so excited for that. Hundred uh, percent. We're gonna ha- watch some Miyazaki films and be sad or happy, or both question mark we're sappy? gonna be confused is what we're gonna, They're gonna be. be sappy if anything and also confused yeah uh i don't know if we're gonna watch grave of the fireflies i don't know if i want to be that sad i'm down to be that sad fuck man that's a i've never one. seen it but it's I hear good that it's but really it, sad. Oh, man, i'm it, good with it it ain't happy fuck it ain't happy uh <laughs> but no for sure i want to watch kiki's delivery service it's like one of my favorites uh but no there's tons of animes out there uh we did go ham the first year <laughs> we watched a lot of new ones 
but there's still some good ones we haven't watched, so I'm very excited. And so, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another anime to talk about. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.